Professor Brian Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Nyakeri. And today I have one boy with me. Is your second name Bichi? It's pronounced Mbeshi. Mbeshi. Oh, sorry. Mbeshi. Mbeshi. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Kindly introduce yourself to for someone who doesn't know you. Um. So, my name is Wamboy. As Sarah said, mm. and um, I like to think of myself as a scientist, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, so I do plant research science. Um, my research is more focused towards plants and the genetics and just everything around plants. Mm-hmm. I am also the founder and host of Farm to Table podcast, and on the podcast we speak about again plants but in the more specific um aspect of agriculture so farming and everything that pertains to that um in a very broad way so events in terms of business um how science intersects with agriculture and just yeah a very broad broad aspect of farming farm to table i like that name mhm so you mentioned you you are a plant scientist. Yes. What exactly do you mean? Like what? Like are you a student? Are you a full-on scientist? Or what are you doing exactly? I started by doing a degree mm-hmm. at the University of Nairobi in horticulture. Yeah. So that's really where my my. That's how I started going into plant science. Mm. And then after I finished, I went into research. So I was working at a university as a research assistant and we were doing plant breeding. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I've really always just been, you know, interested in doing plant research. And then after that, I went and did my master's in botany. Mm-hmm. And yeah, during that time now, I continued my research journey. And then, yeah, so I wouldn't say that I am a student. I'm not a student, actually. I do plan on being a student again for my PhD soon, but okay. currently I am not. Yeah. Oh, all right. So how did this, mm. how did you get here? How did, did, did this journey start? Like, uh, where did you start? Is it, where did you grow up? Or just tell us more about yourself a little bit more background before getting into the university okay um so i grew up in nanyuki mm-hmm. i was born i i like to say sort of born and raised because we moved to nanyuki when i was probably a year mm-hmm. so that's that's the only, this is the only place i've known as home i grew up in nanyuki with my parents 
and my elder sibling who is my sister mm-hmm. and yeah i went to school in central province just a very normal upbringing very normal <laughs> very normal i would say upbringing I had my friends mm-hmm. i went to school i did well in school i think <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you know how the way it is in in kenya like your your parents really i think it's africa your parents really emphasize on academic success mm-hmm. that's like the thing yeah yeah so i was able to do that well successfully then i went to high school in Ga- bishop gatimu gandu mm. wow yeah so you performed well yeah i think i performed well <laughs> i don't know why you're saying i think i'm so modest <laughs> you're too modest <laughs> yeah <laughs> I yeah I, I performed well and then I went to uni now in Nairobi University mm. University of Nairobi yeah Did you apply for horticulture I did actually um so as I said I've always been very interested in agriculture mm-hmm. um since I was young to be honest because even in high school I remember agriculture was not a cool subject you know like everyone wanted to be yeah everyone wanted to be in business or home science or what what was what were the other ones music <laughs> mm, computers yeah yeah computers mm. and then um, so for me now agriculture we were like 10 people mm. out of maybe a class of 150 but for me I, I was really oh. yeah mm. i did i did in high school mm. and really I was really keen on it like I I've always it's something that I've always been drawn to mm-hmm. and I sort of knew from an early stage that I would have my career in in agriculture and just plant science Were you guys farming in your family No no we Where didn't. did that come from though I, I don't know I think <laughs> so it's I what i think i'm not so sure mm-hmm. um so when i was much younger we used to live in the city like mm-hmm. in anyuki town and mm-hmm. then we moved now my parents bought a farm and we moved to the rural areas yeah not rural but like outside of town mm-hmm. um and i remember when we moved here there was so much culture shock because some of our neighbors like a neighbor of ours i were the people who they didn't really have food like they generally did not have food so the children were malnourished they used to you know they even the food that they had was like what maize flour alone and so you'd see that the kids were eating like porridge maize flour porridge mm. and i th- i think for me that really shifted something within me and i sort of realized that in in a country where agriculture is supposed to be the backbone we still have people living in areas and you know not getting their nutritional needs and i think that's the thing that really it awakened something in me from my young age mm. so that's just now in retrospect thinking about it mm. in hindsight i think that's mm. what really shifted my mindset how did you like as a child how do you connect food with agriculture as a child um so 
in science you know when you're in primary school and mm. you have science just general science yes i remember we had our science teacher really used to try and teach us things about mm. farming like i remember knowing all the what is it like all the types of weeds by mm. names and by their scientific names i remember those kinds of things mm. and for me i think you know it, it the whole picture doesn't really form mm. immediately you know it's just, it's starts slowly mm. you start to learn something step by step mm. you start to learn you know what are the requirements of a plant and then eventually once you grow up a bit mm. you start now to connect all the pieces okay yeah so um now you, you you're in high school you're doing agriculture i'm assuming you're mm-hmm. selling in agriculture yeah D- did you get to a moment where you didn't like it or you had <sighs> <your> second thoughts <laughs> i did i actually my mom always reminds me of this <laughs> when we did kcc mm. um i remember we used to have like paper one and two of mm. things i don't know if you if you remember mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So I remember we did the first paper and the first paper was for me it was easy mm. but everyone else in our class the, the rest of the nine people were mm. like no that was a difficult exam blah blah blah. Mm. And for me I remember thinking wow maybe maybe I got it wrong. Why did I find it easy? Mm. And then, mm. <laughs> and then we did the second paper and that was so difficult for me like mm. and it was the opposite because everyone else was like oh that was so much better Mm. thank god yeah and i remember telling my mom i really don't think i'm going to pass this this agriculture in general i I just thought i don't think i'm going to pass it Mm. and so when i went now to choosing courses Mm. you know how we used to choose courses i didn't really think i would be successful in an agriculture course like i didn't think i'd be able to get in to an agriculture course just because i didn't know whether i would pass a greek mm. and then when the results came i'd actually done really well and mm. that sort of it 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 reminded me of what i really wanted to do so there was a moment there where i wasn't sure i was like ah maybe i should just choose business because mm. you know it's probably cooler it's probably easier for me you know yeah but you know i came back to my you know where I was supposed to be I think uh what did you choose what are the choices you made all all, all of them of in uni yeah um in uni I chose what did I choose I chose business I remember choosing bcom uh-huh and then I had now horticulture I don't remember the other one, but I remember then I chose as like the final one. Mm. I remember choosing interior design. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I just like a wide range, a wide array of yeah. everything. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember choosing interior design because I'm also very artsy. I like to, I like art, so mm. I thought, you know what? Even if they pick me for interior design, I think I'll excel at this because I do like art and I do like, yeah. Why do you keep on? choosing business as, a, as, a, as an alternative in your thoughts I, did, I, I didn't really choose business i chose business just because i did it business wasn't it wasn't even like my top choice or anything mm. but i chose it because 
I think at that time, at that time, there was a craze for BCom. Everyone mm. was doing BCom. Oh, yeah, okay. so I think I also just chose it as a going with the crowd Point. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so why didn't you choose agriculture? I did. A... I did. Oh, oh. So yeah, because you remember ag- we had four choices. We used yeah, to make yeah. four choices. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so agriculture is definitely among them, and then the business. Yeah, business horticulture, and business, design. and interior design, oh. and another one that I don't remember. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, what was it like uh, being in university and pursuing a career in horticulture? Oh, uni was fun. Um, I really enjoyed university, honestly. So mm. probably some of the best days because you, know, you come from high school, mm. everything is so structured. Your everything is so strict, you know, and then you go to uni and you know there's so much breathing space. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so there's so ro- much room for you to actually just discover who you are, mm. make friends, have a good time. Yeah, and and for the course itself, I found it easy. Honestly, I didn't struggle at mm-hmm. all because I remember we did. Yeah, the courses came pretty easily to me. Remember, I had the background. Yeah. Because since primary school, I remember knowing some things. Also, through high school, I did a Greek. So, I had the background. And the so passion. I didn't find the courses. Yeah, and the passion. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. did, did you know what you wanted to do now? Like, what, what are you going to do with this horticulture degree? Like, while you're, you're still in the university, did you know? Um, so initially i didn't know mm-hmm. but i've always been very unconventional i think i'm very mm-hmm. much a person that likes to live outside of the box mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's my personality mm-hmm. so i remember you know we used to have in kitambo we had um like the the, the course the school year we had the long holidays like four four months break between semesters Mm-hmm. between years mm. I don't know if you know anyway yeah so long I holiday. remember the first yeah long holiday <laughs> so I remember my first long holiday I when I came back home I was so keen to now put into practice my mm. new degree mm-hmm. <laughs> so I found a job at a flower farm mm-hmm. and I remember working there it was it was it was an okay experience, but mm-hmm. I remember knowing that that's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And again, that's like the conventional thing, you know. Most people that study agriculture, oh, they end up now going yeah. to work in yeah in, farms in flower farms, and, and farms managing. and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I remember just knowing from that experience that that's not what I wanted to do. Why? What is that that you saw that you looked <laughs> like? I just found it so mundane, to mm. be honest. Mm. It felt like anyone can do that. I, I I really felt that you didn't need to have studied so much for you to do that because what is it uh, really on a day-to-day basis? What do you do? Mm. You have the people who go weed the flowers. So what can you do as a graduate is probably tell them, you didn't read well here or mm. you know that kind of thing and i really felt that that was going to be that yeah i just felt like that wasn't what i meant i meant to be doing with all of this passion and all of this you know mm. again 
Mm. I didn't do it just because that's the course I've been asked to do. I did it because I was really passionate about it. So yeah. I knew I wanted to be somewhere where I could actually make a difference. Mm. And did you yeah. know what exactly that was at that time? I didn't. At that mm. time, I really didn't know. But I, w- I remember always saying that I would like to work for the UN. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so something like FAO mm. or WFP, I really felt that I could be able to make a difference with those organizations. Mm, okay. So what happens yeah. after the second holiday? So the second holiday, what happened? I, I don't really remember. Mm. But then then the, the, the attachment, you know, we still have the industry mm. attachment. Mm. I went and worked for a parastatal, a government parastatal that deals with horticulture. Cool. And I remember that experience being so much better and, mm. you know, feeling that I was doing so much more because with that, we were able to actually work with the people that were exporting the horticultural produce. That was so a much, much better experience for me. I got to meet the the exporters. We did a bit of licensing and all mm. that. Mm. So that felt for me much better. Is this Kefis? Not Kefis. <laughs> Do I have a story for Kefis though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll wait for that. <laughs> yeah. It was HCD. HCD. You know HCD? No. Horticultural Crops Directorate. Okay. Yes, I did that internship. I, I really enjoyed that, to be honest. I did it for two years. Mm. It was a good experience. I learned a lot about the industry and, and everything. Mm. Um, yeah, but then, I, I don't know, I still knew, you know, it still wasn't, it, I would do it, but mm-hmm. I still knew it wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what happens after that? Then after that, we... We finished uni, graduated, and I was fortunate enough now to get a job at um, at the university that I was seeing as a research assistant. And so, that, that's yeah. when it really clicked for me now. Mm. Yeah. Like you, you were looking for something that you couldn't like, like point out. It's, you, it's the thing about, um, you just don't know until... You find it. You know, sometimes you, you have something, you have a picture in your mind, mm. but some parts, you can't see the whole three-dimensional picture. Mm. Yeah, so so sometimes now you see something and you experience something and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Mm. Yeah, that is what it was for me when I worked now in research. So how long did that take for you to get that job? Not long. After graduation. <laughs> Truly not long. I was very fortunate because I remember we finished school in May mm. and then I remember ending of May, I think. And then in June, I I went home and I remember telling my mom, you know what, I want to rest for June and then in July, I'll start job hunting. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what do you know, end of June, mm. I was already working at JQuad at, at, at the university. I don't know if I can say the names of the places. You can if you want okay. to. It's okay. <laughs> Unless you have you don't want no, to No, I don't know. You know some 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 content creators are sort of don't want to like give to give publicity to oh. institutions. Yeah. But that's your story. That's what happened. I have <laughs> never thought about that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I went to J for my for to start my job in research and 
it was just amazing. <laughs> mm. yeah. You you applied uh, how? I asked um so a family friend of ours was working there at the time mm. and she recommended to me now the professor who ended up being my boss and she was like, Yeah, he's looking for someone to be a research assistant for mm. his projects and mm. you can apply. So I applied and I got in. The reason why I'm asking you the that is mm-hmm. it's important for people to know how people got to where they are and how those what system they they use. For example, yeah. for you that's networking. You talked yeah. to someone about what you wanted, then they knew someone who was looking for something that you wanted, and mm. then you found yourself in that situation. So yeah, I, yeah. I find that's a very important thing to talk about, especially after graduation. So it's true because in Kenya, especially like a lot of people, even a lot of people who I went to uni with, they mm. didn't get jobs. Some still don't have jobs to date. So how many years later? Um, twenty sixteen. So can you imagine? It's been it's five been years. It's, yeah, it's six years. It's actually seven years now. Wow. Yeah. So the job, the job, the job market thing is just. It's so just another six thing. years. Mm. It's a long time. So what are they doing? Okay, yeah, that's another question I like asking. Like, what <laughs> what are your colleagues doing? Like, are there people who are still pursuing careers attached to what they did in school? Yeah, I think most people probably ended up, and this I'm just guessing because mm. I don't know. Okay. But I think most people ended up working at farms. The mm. the you know the conventional way that people in agriculture and horticulture end up. So most of them are working at farms. Mm. Okay. And probably others now went into different careers because mm. they just couldn't find the jobs in the thing that they studied for. Yeah. Mm. So how did you find it being a research assistant? Like what 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 is that thing that made you like it? I just I really enjoyed it because um first of all it was I was working in plant breeding so mm. we were trying to you know find better varieties of maize mm-hmm. there are two projects maize mm-hmm. and beans. Okay. And so just being able to find real life solutions to problems that people are actually facing that really that that it it gave me the the purpose that I was looking for you know remember I said like I really wanted to make a change to do mm. something more mm. so yeah actually making contributions towards something like that what exactly that was the thing what is exactly were you improving to like what was the variety what was the um, breeding so, program exactly like so what are you trying to do with the beans and maize so for the maize it was about um herbicide resistance so mm-hmm. so you know most people especially in large scale farming mm-hmm. you don't really have the resources to bring in let's say people to do the labor to mm-hmm. take a lot mm-hmm. so people might prefer to use a herbicide so just spray and you know a selective herbicide kill the weeds mm-hmm. leave out the the maize and for maize that i think that there is no really herbicide that has been found mm-hmm that can do that so we were trying to find a, a a herbicide i mean to try to develop a variety that was resistant to herbicides mm. specifically glyphosate mm. yeah so we were working on that 
Mm. Although, you know, with traditional breeding, it takes such a long, long time, time to get any results. Yeah. So, but it was enough for me that I was actually working to contribute towards that. Wait. Uh, so it's the same for maize and beans. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Mm, okay. Yeah. For someone who doesn't understand traditional breeding, mm-hmm. could you explain in the simplest of terms? Um. Yeah. Uh, so traditional breeding is basically taking, let's say, a trait, a, a characteristic of a plant mm-hmm. that is desirable. So let's say maybe you plant a, um, what is, let's say, a maize, a maize plant. Mm-hmm. And you notice that in the field, maybe a few of them have bigger cobs and you're looking for maize that have bigger cobs. That's your goal. Your goal is to have bigger cobs. Mm-hmm. Then you take the seeds from those big cobs and you try and replicate them. Mm-hmm. To, so, so yeah, you, you basically, that's what you do. You, you take them and you try to, to grow them mm-hmm. in order to find a variety that has bigger bigger cobs mm. yeah so, so that that's in a nutshell that's what it is oh okay great i, yeah. I like that explanation yeah what's the alternative though because you said it the alternative time. now is with science mm. you know you can just select the ge- the genetic makeup right so you do sequencing mm. and then you what is through biotechnology mm. like genetically modify uh, the normal maze you insert the gene that makes for bigger cobs mm. and then you now replicate it yeah oh, I, l- I love that yeah. you, you you you're great in communicating science i like that it's very <laughs> wow, relatable. thank like, you it makes sense that's high praise <laughs> <laughs> that is such high praise <laughs> okay uh, all mm-hmm. right so um how long do you do you do that for that work um, so I worked there for about a year, a year and something, probably mm. a year and two months. And mm. then I was fortunate enough, again, through my boss, mm. professor, mm. to find um, Can you say a scholarship. his or her name? No, I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I would okay. rather not. Okay. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So through my professor, I was able to find, to get a scholarship to go and study abroad. Mm. To do my master's, yeah. Okay. And that's why I left. Otherwise, I probably would still be at that job. Oh, okay. So yeah. what, what master's did you do? Then I went and I studied a master's in botany. Which, which university? In It's called Chinese Academy of Sciences. It's in China, as mm. you can be able to tell probably from the name. Yeah. <laughs> what you, which is your research focus on? Now, that's the funny bit because... The thing about getting a scholarship is you don't really have much choice in Power. like your research topic. Mm. You just get put into a a lab and you go with what they're doing. Mm. So I ended up doing my research in something that was not agriculture related. I ended mm. up in more of like conservation work. So ecology and you know biodiversity conservation. So we ended up studying a different plant, a plant that, to be honest, I didn't know about until I started studying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's called Wilwicha. 
Mm. It's a desert plant. It grows in the Namibian desert. Mm. Yeah, so I ended up doing it, studying it, studying its epigenetics. Yeah. For what purpose? For diversity purposes? Just to know yeah, for biodiversity conservation. Because it's a, it's, it's a very... It grows in the what is what is the word? It's endemic to the Namibian desert, mm-hmm. and it's a part of a, a different group of plants. Mm. So it, its taxonomy is quite interesting because the the plants within that taxonomy mm. grow in such diverse like environments. Mm. Yeah, so that that was sort of the focus of the study. We tried to relate the evolution you know the evolutionary studies of how come these plants really diversified to such different to be in such different areas and you know yet they're classed similarly 